Hello, listeners, and welcome to Realising Your Dolce Vita with Alana and Nina. We are two passionate women on a mission to help you achieve your Dolce Vita. We live ours and want to share how we got here. It took us years to visualise, but most importantly, how we turned that vision and dream into a reality. In this series, we will help you realise so many things that add up to feeling great and functioning well. Watch out for the great guests we also have lined up for you. Welcome to Realising Your Dolce Vita, episode two. So we did our first one um, last week and um, both Nina and I were really excited, weren't we? Yeah, really excited. We've had lovely feedback from everyone, so thank you very much. Yeah, it's really good. Thank you. We had quite a lot of downloads, so um, hopefully we just keep um, learning and getting better. So what today? what's today's podcast all about? It's about realising you and feeling good. But last week we talked um, a lot. Nina talked to me, asked me a lot of questions about my Dolce Vita, how we moved to Italy. And so I think it's going to be Nina's turn because she made a big transition and she is really living her best life. So I'm going to pass over to Nina and tell us how you got there Nina oh my goodness and what it looks like oh well so for me I think probably it was a question of you know really getting back to what I wanted to get out of life really you Mm -hmm. know I think I was reaching a stage where I enjoyed what I did I had strong moments of loving it and a lot of pressure so strong moments of having the stress and all that came with it so you know busy life commuting traveling high responsibility in my job and a lot working at pace really and I think I was reaching 40 and had always practiced yoga and realized we wanted to start a family and it wasn't happening and just started to think about what could life look like what did my second half of my life look like and really that's what I had to come up with was what what was my second half of life plan yeah um and I you know as you know Alana we lived you know inside of London but commuted using the trains and tubes and things and I would have mornings where I'd look around um and just see people who were old women who were older than me and just visualizing did I did I want to do that and the answer was no you know it, it just was categoric no and I wanted more time this is pre-pandemic obviously I wanted more time should we have been blessed with a family to be mm-hmm. near my children child whichever we were blessed with yeah. thankfully we were with lovely Finn Um, But I wanted to be able to really set my own pace and work for myself and have that freedom to be present and be a part, be part of my family unit, really much more than be a wonderful mummy. Oh, bless you. Thank you so much. Well, I hope so. All we can do is is like, you know, put the hands together and pray that in every day we're doing, doing the best we can. That's all we can do, isn't it? But for me, it was that. So it was coming to that point of what does that really look like? And Mm -hmm. I needed to think about, you know, what was bringing me joy at the time, which was a lot of yoga. As you know, I was practicing a lot of yoga for my own headspace to manage my own stress levels at work, but really getting into my own skin a bit. I'm mean, into my own soul to identify what that looked like. And I know that for the at the Evolvery retreat, we now talk about Dharma, which yes. is a word that, that I had never heard of at the time, but certainly thinking about what's your true life calling and what are we here on this planet to do? And, you know, what's our purpose? How can we be of service to the world around us? You know, some of those questions I can now put into language, but at the time I couldn't put them into words, but I knew that there was a calling in my soul to to, to carry yes, on. Yes, it was just something there. different. Yeah. yeah, yeah, exactly. 
And then I guess, you know, you sort of look at your, you know, you, you sort of fall in those times. I, I really do believe this, that when we're in those times of change and transitions coming, we've all got a, a, like an inner resilience or we call on our own inner reserves and draw on the skills that we've got. So for me, it was it was then thinking about, well, what does this look like? So a bit, a bit of visioning again, you know, now having walked this path and I walk this path alongside you as we've created Evolvere. At the time, I didn't know what I was necessarily doing, but I was, I guess I was using some of the techniques that I'd learned through leadership development, learning and development of, you know, happy me. What does it look like in five years time? You know, that whole five year planning and bringing in some of those skills, but applying them to my own life, really a bit of self-coaching. So I needed to get a vision together. And then it was really getting practical. So like, what does it look like practically? How can I financially make the transition? You know, it's okay having this plan and this vision, but how can I actually practically make it happen? So and and you now know this. I don't think I don't I don't think you knew this at the time, but you now do that. I had this this whole financial plan that was sort of running on like an eighteen month calendar of like in eighteen months' time or in a year's time, this is what it will look like for me because it was important for me that with the transition that it, it that there was a success factor there of me feeling good about it. Yeah, exactly. Because you can't just jump into something no, without no. seeing the realistic side. And no. of course, financially, it's got to work, hasn't it? It has to work for, you know, and every family circumstance is different. And that isn't me saying, you know, that there's a definition of success. It, ha- it has to be, you know, X amount of money, but there has to be an element of practically thinking, well, we yes. all live, we all have to pay our bills and feed ourselves and whatever else that looks like. So there was, you know, certainly conversations in the house that needed to happen around that and some plan. So for me, then, you know, it was it was about identifying what it looked like and following my passion. So helping people, supporting people, nurturing people. Those are my passions. And I feel like I had that in my previous career and I now continue to do that with what I do now. And that for me is, you know, a balance between my family life and what I offer the world in service that that is me living my best life yeah. I think and I always think the wonderful thing was of course you got pregnant with the beautiful thing <laughs> when you were in your notice period when I was in my notice period I know amazing I know exactly so you know there are lots of things that that I'm that I'm you know that I'm so grateful for but that time really was a blessing you know for me to we were trying for quite a few years and I did all the things you know all my yoga or acupuncture all the thing all the holistic things yeah. that people mentioned mention and we and certainly Varsha Katri who we work with now three of Bolvere with illuminated through her business illuminated health you know having that Ayurvedic nutritionist really helped supported me really to get my body in the best place but you know people will say oh yeah oh you know this period and we were supposed to you're less stressed yeah, there was that, but there was a lot of other things going on too. You know, yeah. my yoga, my nutrition, getting myself into the right mindset. You know, I do think energetically, you know, things like clearing out my spare room and turn yes. it into an empty space to prepare for. Oh, so yeah, little things lovely. like that. All of that, I think, yeah, allowed me to then, yeah, to to really allow the vision of this family unit to come together for me. And we were blessed. It doesn't happen always that way. I'm not saying it's easy yeah. for everyone. But we are grateful. Yeah, well, I'm certainly um, delighted you got to where you are because we work together yeah. and it's it's so precious because we have so many uh, similar passions. Yeah. But that leads us on perfectly. Thank you, Nina, for that, because that leads us perfectly to what we really want to talk about today. Mm. And we talk about our 10 routes to evolve in the Evolve Array mm. retreat. Mm. And overlining those, overlying those things is feeling good and functioning well. Yeah. And it's all about you and feeling good. 
So first of all, um, I want to start about, tell me, Nina, when do you feel at your very best? Oh, yeah, I feel at my, well, I feel at my best when I, when I'm in balance, when I'm rested, when I can stay really connected with myself and stay really grounded. And when I can just be myself, when I can just, you know, let all my great bits show, but all my not so great bits are accepted by me, by others, you know, that's that kind of sense of connection is really important to me, both connection with myself and then connection with others. I love that. That's when I'm at my best. And I think I'm also at my best when I can just have this sense of being of service to the world and like even if it's in a small way, just doing my bit that I'm here to do. That's really yeah. important to me. Help people walk that Help path. Help people walk the path into even with things like yoga, meditation, their mindfulness, their spiritual practices. The work we do with Evolve Ray, I think watching the She Collective yeah. and how they're still so connected with each other really brings, it actually could almost make me like just fill up in my eyes because yes. I feel like we've been of service. So that's that's amazing. Fantastic. I totally agree. It uh, fills your heart with joy, doesn't mm-hmm, it? Mm-hmm. And um, what are the key components that add to feeling great? Because it's not just one thing. You talked just then yeah. about a few things. Oh. What are the key components that actually um, make that happen? Yeah, I think that's a, re- it's a really, because that is different for everyone, isn't it? And that's yes. part of the reason why when we sat down to shape of all, Anna, you remember we were like, right, what are the things that you've done? Yeah. What are the things that I've done? What would have helped us? And then how could we have moved that? If we'd have been able to rewind in time and give ourselves advice, what would we be saying? So like, I think for me, the things that bring me back to myself and make me feel good are obviously yoga, meditation are, are big parts of me feeling good. I think moving my body, staying active is really important. Staying connected is really important as well for me. But even simple things like having a gratitude practice, journaling, all of those things keep me steady and keep me feeling yeah. good. And just, um, but yeah, and the other thing for me at the moment is rest. You know, I think that's really, especially at the moment as we come out of pandemic and we have a lot going on in the in the collective consciousness, I think it's important for us all to really tune into our internal landscape and just take rest when it's needed and be okay with it and not feel guilty about yes. having a bit of a rest. Absolutely. I, I love could it. talk about this forever, oh, but that the, God, I love my afternoon good. nap. I love a nap. <laughs> I love a nap. And I we, do. I wish you could feel guilty about that. You know, you know, it's it's the rhythm of nature, isn't it? So yeah, there's nothing good wrong for with the that. Soul. Yeah, exactly. Good for the soul. Love a wee nap. Okay, so now absolutely. Now also, Nina, you talked about we've talked about feeling good and being ourselves. Mm. And one of the things that again you've just mentioned there, what do you actually love about Nina? What do you love about <laughs> yourself? Because we've got to talk about that. We've got to recognize we do, it we do. all and the I, time. We do. And I think like it is one of the, you know, I can't sit here and say I love myself every single day of every minute. You know, like that's that's unrealistic, isn't it? But I know that that's we talk about this on on the Evolve Ray retreat a lot, don't we? And it's yeah. a big part of the She Collective because, you know, it isn't something that we're taught to do naturally in society. It's something that we shy away from because it's seen as being vain or big headed mm-hmm. or whatever. And it, it's been a real journey for me to get to that acceptance place for myself. Um, I, you know, I've always been sensitive, and now as an adult can recognize that I am full on highly sensitive person. Hands up, hand in the air, <laughs> recovering people pleaser right here as well on the back of being highly sensitive. 
but I can now really embrace that about myself and just yeah, say cool. I am a really sensitive person it's, and like, it's a positive it's such a positive because my emotions are close to the surface yes that means that it means they can tip tip over into being upset or whatever if it if, if that's how I'm feeling but it means that I feel deeply you know there's a lovely mm. podcast that I know you and I both listen to which we love the the um the Glennon Doyle one and she refers to it, rather than highly sensitive people she refer, refers to them as deep feelers and that's exactly what exactly. I am and that allows me to do the job I do now. It allows me to pick up on the nuances with people. It allows me to look beyond just the spoken word and and take on board what's being said to me, but also to feel into what's really going on under the surface. And that absolutely and that brings me a real strength to to what I do. Um so I think in terms of yeah, loving myself. And the fact that I'm sensitive, I love it. Yeah. It brings me great things. And I love that about you. And sometimes we do have conversations about it. Yeah, 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 that. yeah I do. love that about you. So, and also that brings intuitiveness as exactly. well. Exactly. Is that such a word, yeah, intuitiveness? Yeah, it is, yeah. Intuitiveness <laughs> is a word. It, isn't, it is now. That's it okay. Is. And exactly. that's okay. And I do think that allows me to be bringing other qualities. You know, it allows me to be nurturing, which I think I am. I think I'm kind. I think I'm thoughtful. I try to be as best I can. Um, yeah, so I, I think I think those those are the qualities that I would rate about myself the most. Perfect, absolutely <laughs> wonderful. And listen, guys, everybody has got to just think about some one thing each day that they'd love about themselves. It's so good for you. Yeah, yeah. Um, now, but you know, sometimes we get up in the morning and oh. we just don't feel great. There's no reason. Yep. yep. Uh, but you just don't feel great. Yeah. What can you do? At those times ah. when you wake up and you think, I'm having a rubbish day already and it's Ooh. only nine o'clock. How can you get over that, Nina? Yeah, well, my one thing that I try not to do in those times is turn, lift my phone and look at Instagram, for sure, right? Yeah. But genuinely, I think I try now to do the opposite of what I used to do, which is, um, you know, get up and get going, get on, get on, get on, like just get on with doing stuff. I, I, if I wake up and I'm feeling like that, Obviously, there are things you need to get done, but I will initially try to build in a little pocket of time for me to go really still, really quiet, whether that's meditating or maybe it's just literally just sitting with myself with a hot drink and just taking a pause. And the purpose of that is to connect in with my feelings, like what's really yeah. happening here? Why am I feeling the way that I'm feeling? And just give myself time to see the emotion, because I think, as again, coming back to societal pressures, you know, we talked last week about toxic positivity we ha we often have this sense of pressure to just not show what's perceived as negative or not show mm. negative emotions in favor of just putting on the smile and getting on with it right and I feel like I spent a lot of my life having learned that doing that doing it yeah. really really well but at my own detriment mm. and I think it's really important now for all of us just to say well this is how this is how I'm feeling I'm feeling angry I'm feeling sad I'm feeling down and initially identify with that feeling so that it can be seen almost like a small child that's been given space yes. to be seen. It doesn't have to rule the roost. It doesn't have to take over the whole day, but just to be seen initially to understand it's there. And then oh, that, and then to get to that acceptance would be my next thing. So, okay, so accept that I'm feeling that way. So what, do, what choices do I need to make to accommodate that today? Maybe that's give myself a nap, right? Maybe that's have a yeah. bath. Maybe that's right. It's now time to go for a walk. And maybe then it starts to gear up into action to move it forward and try and shift that feeling, but without pushing it into a blind spot, but just accepting that it's there. I think I find that much more helpful. So many great tips there. Oh and <laughs> the very first one, though, Nina, 
don't look at any of this bloody yeah, social media. Yeah. Because, of course, social media has not made it easy for us because no. all you see is perfect life. Exactly. And, you know, and the thing is, I get it. Like, you know, the temptation is there to reach for the phone. And we we use social yes. media for a whole variety, don't we? So, yes. you know, it, we're conscious, aren't we? That, And that's, again, why this podcast hopefully is really helpful because I think when you look at pictures on even our Instagram, people may be, may have the perception that, oh, yeah, you know, it's realizing your Dolce Vita. It's just easy. It's all gorgeous and beautiful. Well, it's not. It's not. Exactly. But that's great because actually that's good for me because I would go into complete action mode. Tick off a job list. Let's do lots. So that's some some really good tips there. Are you concerned about, with you being so sensitive that Mm. we've talked about, are you concerned about what people think of you? Oh, yeah. So I, well, I, this is work in progress for me. And to be honest, it probably will be until I take my last breath. However, I feel that, yeah, for me, because I'm highly sensitive, it means I've always got this radar. I'm tuning into other people's perceptions all the time. So this sense of just learning to switch that off is the journey that I've personally been on. Switching yeah. off that that sense of what other people think and staying focused on what I want to do, staying focused on my agenda and what's working for me. And that Perfect. and switching off that kind of radar is a because it does have its use, right? Like we talked about earlier. Yeah, for me, using totally. that for my work, it is there and it will always be there. It's part of my makeup, it's part of my brain chemistry, it's just there. So just learning to switch that off is has been my biggest challenge. So yeah, hand, as I said earlier, hands up, recovering people pleaser here. Yeah. Because that kind of sense of what other people think is is naturally inherent in my makeup. And it's not it's not easy to switch that off. No, it's, it's really not. It's back to what you talked about at the very beginning about balance, isn't yeah, it? Because we've yeah, got yeah. that in one of our roots to evolve. And it's about balance because, listen, everybody at some point cares what other people think. Yes. It's just about how you um, sieve it through and get the balance. Well done, Alana. You've articulated that really well. I feel like <laughs> I went off on a little bit of a tangent there. So thank you. I think it's really <laughs> That's perfect. what all these podcasts is all about, <laughs> is, is having a good chat. Well, I think that's really helpful, Nina, on touching what makes us feel good, how you can put some techniques in place to help Mm. you on the down days. And hopefully lots of people um, get a lot from that Um, because it is all all life is about making the best of it and feeling good as you possibly can. Yeah, exactly. So thank you, everybody, for um, listening to us. Yeah. Hope it's been useful. And we look forward to listening to your feedback. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And if you've liked it, don't forget to download and subscribe so that you can hear how we're moving things on again for next week. We'll see you next week. See you next week. I'll chat to you next week. (laughs) Lots of love. This has been Realising Your Dolce Vita with Alana and Nina. Thank you for joining us today. You can continue this journey with us on most social media channels and we will continue this podcast next week. Let us know of any future topics you might like us to cover. And we really do welcome feedback. So we're avid learners. Feel free to send us any questions you might have and we'll really hope to answer them. Share, follow and download this podcast as it really does help us grow and help us to share this message with other kindred women. Have a great week and we'll see you soon.